Hello and welcome to the Fourth Orange Podcast. It is hometown week. Well, I guess hometown week has passed, but it was hometown week. And we are here to break it all down. Mary-Kate Hamilton, Stefan Kreshnik, Matt Cohen, and Dylan Wallace is back with us this week from his week-long hiatus. And he is caught up finally on The Bachelor. So, Dylan, we're happy to have you back. This is the first time it's us four in like two weeks or something. Yeah, it's been a while. Gang's back together for hometowns. It's a nice reunion. It's a a family atmosphere. We're back in in Bloomington for hometowns. (laughs) Now... I was thinking if we were all to like go on The Bachelor, maybe just me. If I were to go on The Bachelor, I think I would take them back to Bloomington instead of Indianapolis. Dylan, yesterday, this is my true hometown. <laughs> Dylan and I are both from the region, so I told Mary Kate this yesterday. Yeah, I was like, I can't wait to, I can't wait to go on The Bachelor, bring someone back for hometowns, and then go take them for dinner, and then be, then be like. Why is it a 45-minute drive back to your house? I'd be like, oh, that was Chicago. I don't actually live there. <laughs> so, so I th- no, Mary-Kate, I think if you were on The Bachelor, you have to bring someone back here, go to Bad's Bows, and then that's it. And that's it. That's yeah, the date. Just go to Bad's Bows. <laughs> well, I will say. It's a pizza place in Broad Riffle. It's really good. It is really good. Oh, I thought you were talking. I, she was talking about bringing someone back to Bloomington. I know, but I'm I saying if you want to do your, both, well, they like, would need to come to Roy's with me just to experience that. <laughs> but you can go to the so Roy's in Broad Ripple. And then, and then uh, run the Roy's in Broad into, Ripple is not the run same. Run into all your Marissas at Roy's. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta go to Mother Bears, sign your names in the in the yeah, seats. See, that oh would yeah, be true. That, that's fair. Take him to the what's that stupid thing called the Valentine's Day thing. Oh right. What are you talking about? By the Herman B. Wells statue. I don't know what it's called. I know it looks like a gazebo. Whatever the Not, thing is supposed hey, to like, like that's where you might be a priest at. I'd relax over there. Listen, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would take them to the media school commons <laughs> to see Mega <laughs> to Jeff. To see Mega Jeff. <laughs> see Mega Jeff. Our true king. They would have to meet Galen. I would assume. Yeah, Galen my... would be like my dad figure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyways, hey Galen. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I, I just gotta think Galen's not listening to this. I'll make know, it. I'll tell him to listen. All right, so let's get t- back to the show. Enough about me. <laughs> the first date was Hannah Ann. It was a short date. She took him what axe throwing. Yes, and I yeah. will say about that. I'm all for that. It's it's perfect because it's perfect for Matt because the place that they went to was called Channel the Flannel. And this dude wears flannels all he's the time. Wearing he's wearing right one now. right now. Right now, actually. If you go to any Indiana <laughs> basketball or football game, whether it's in Bloomington or any no. other Big Ten location, he will have a flannel on. No, no, no. That is a fact error. I wear flannels to the press conferences, but plaid shirts to the plaid dress shirts to the game. It's a, is there... it's a very important difference because the flannel's casual enough for the press conference. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But you got to right. go a little bit more upscale for the game itself. So you got to go with the actual dress shirt. Picture like. But, but it is plaid both ways, so I kind of get the confusion. But I appreciate that my style is really a unique blend of. Uh, you have your signature style. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And like, khakis. Right. Yep. I well, feel like the you plan- guys all have your signature styles. <laughs> okay, but the plaid shirt to cover a game is like is like the white journalist like covering sports style. It's not like right. our it's style. The it's we the all collectively do it together. With the khakis and Sperry's too. I don't wear khakis. I usually wear dress pants and dress shoes. But well, you've worn like a suit jacket to some games. Because some games you, because you're fancy. Well, also, he does write for the Indianapolis Star. All right, That's come true. On. He works, so he works for a big kind time of a big deal. Steph is a capital J journo. Just kidding. This this podcast is not in any way affiliated this is with lower the Indianapolis case J. Star. <laughs> this podcast is very much lowercase J. But anyway, so Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann, that's what we're talking about. So she went to <laughs> axe throwing, kind of weird. And then- I lo- 
You wouldn't want to go axe throwing? I no, think axe throwing is really. so cool. I, I would want to go. I've never done it. Try it. I like this. I'm gonna look at this anywhere close. I I, I like this the shot of where um like Hannah Ann jumped in, jumped like jumped into Peter's arms like is holding the axe in the back of her arm like, <laughs> right, I know, right? Axe, like right in Peter's back and I'm like just please just do it just just stab him in the back right now end it all and you yeah. can be happy and Peter doesn't get to find love in the end which is what he deserves to me it just seemed like the kind of date that you take somebody on when you don't know what to do with them because that like that to me doesn't like scream Knoxville and it doesn't. Sc- what screams Knoxville yeah. too, except for Tennessee football and Rocky Top? That that is what screams Knoxville to me. I feel like there was like there she was. Could have done that. There's got to be some Rocky Top in there, right? There's like that could have been anywhere in the South. There was no like that's yeah. not Knoxville. For as much as for as much as Madison loves Auburn, Hannah seems to like not care less about Tennessee. Well, do we? Did she go to Tennessee? I um, I don't know if she. I don't know. I don't know. She, I don't know if she actually went to school. Let's look this up. All right, you keep talking. I also I'm looked look it up. up the nearest location is in India. It's called Bad Axe Throwing. So, <laughs> if you guys want to go it's next Tuesday after the, place. yeah, that's great marketing. Want to have a little road trip? So, if you do bring someone back to hometowns for Indy, you have an axe throwing place to go now. Oh, perfect! That's and I'm just sure what there, I I'm sure to there's do. one near Chicago or DC. Like, I'm sure all the major cities have axe throwing. Okay, perfect. Chris Harrison, by the way, like. We're still, this is the pitch, still man. trying this to get your pitch. attention. Now I have officially sent in an application to be on The Bachelor. There you go. Congrats. Officially. Thank you. Welcome to it. Haven't looking heard for, Looking for a job out of school. <laughs> Haven't heard. Yeah, this is my one. The one. Um, What'd you tell him you do I for a living? You tell um, him you're a student? Yeah. I said student, 22. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to find my future husband, which everybody knows Okay, I'm not. <laughs> We're not talking about Hannah Ann at all because she definitely just went in and secured the bag. Like that was the most boring hometown. Well, possible. let's talk about her family because I think you had some thoughts on her sister, maybe. I mean, <laughs> not really. <laughs> I thought her sister played a crucial role. I thought the conversation they had was oh, a good actually, conversation. One thing that I do it was very, want to talk it was very about. emotional, and I like kind of I felt it. Yeah, I said too. after that happened, I was like, I'm about to call my brother. Swear to God. Yeah. Well, I do want to say that. The first thing that Peter has done that I actually thought was meaningful and actually something that a good guy would do was that he wrote her a note back after she wrote him a note. Yes, that, that was, was good. really, really good. That it was, was good of him. I that's the one that. thing. That's the one time I feel like he's acted like he's actually known what he's doing. Other than that, he's clueless. He was but, bored on the flight and he did it. Yeah, he knew what he was doing with that one. And then, you know, when... Hannah Ann showed her sister. Her sister teared up, and sorry for typing. It was really sweet. <laughs> um, I'm 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 furiously trying to look up where Hannah Ann went to college. The only lead I have is there's a picture on her on her on her Instagram of her wearing an Alabama Crimson Tide tank top. I don't think she. But went I don't to think she went rivalry. to Alabama. That could be a rivalry. I thought Hannah Ann's dad was really funny. He was he was just like very realistic. Like mm-hmm. if anyone wants to picture like what my dad would look like for hometowns, that was exactly it. Like he was just like <laughs> he was just there, and he was like. Mm-hmm. Why are all these cameras here? Why is everyone talking to me? Yeah. Like I, every I season, don't want to be here. Every season needs kind of like a disapproving dad. Like that that's a requirement. Well, they had a lot of disapproving dads. It was dads a lot of disapproving yeah. dads. All of them actually. I mean, I would be too. I mean, it's like yeah. you Peter don't see sucks. him forever and um, it's really funny cuz I was just like, man, I can't I hope like everyone meets Peter and they're just like, really? This guy? Like <laughs> what are you seeing bomb. him? Right. You know. So I, it was good. Bomb. I mean, it's all it's all was logical why they're concerned obviously cuz they don't know anything. I mean, wasn't he the one that said, like, those are some strong words he's saying because he's like, I'm yep. 
Well, he, 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 was told, Hannah, he was he falling in love. He did after, he did, right? after Hannah and his dad said, "You pro- just don't say it to her if you don't completely mean yeah, it." Yeah, that's right. And I thought he for a second like, he was maybe not going to say it to her afterwards, but I he think did. it's a tough situation for the dads because the dads want to know, like, are you going to pick Hannah Ann? And like right. Peter obviously can't be like, "Yeah, I'm going to pick Hannah right. Ann." Like, I don't know. I feel like if you're a parent, a sibling, or whatever, like the dynamic of this. At this point of the show, like sucks. You can't right. like. There's no way. It's like yeah, you're meeting my family, but you're also meeting yeah, like three other you families. can't you and can't probably expect, telling them the exact same thing. Yeah, you can't expect your family to get treated any differently than the rest of their families are going to be, unless you know your Victoria F's family. Victoria F's family. I feel I think they're the biggest losers of last night episode, but 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 we'll we'll get into that later. <laughs> well, we, we were laughing because my friend Danielle was saying how she's just imagining her family sitting inside and like her mom made a meatloaf they cleaned the whole house you know they put their makeup on and they're like they're not coming like what you know because i heard a rumor i heard a rumor like we all commented yesterday like how nice these houses are i heard a rumor that sometimes like the families are asked to like rent out another house so they have like room to film and like room to bring in the cameras and what? so if you look really closely really? if you look really closely some of the like houses will have like no family pictures on the wall or something like that like it's very like subtle stuff that's a, ooh, but, like, it, it like makes Washington. sense like yeah. i don't know like like i don't you know i don't live in a trailer but i don't know how like the bachelor probably wouldn't want to come to my house like it's right. not this massive house Steph, that, your house is beautiful it's a yeah it's it's a very homey but it's not like huge like where you're gonna bring this camera crew and have all this great the, lighting like there'll be the terrible base. lighting in my house you can you can go in the basement with all the pictures of patrick kane <laughs> on the wall <laughs> i mean yeah you can come in and see all the Djokovic stuff we have but <laughs> But yeah, I thought uh, <laughs> I thought the day. I mean, I thought especially when they said goodbye, you could tell Hannah Ann was very much into him, and he was reciprocating it, and it it made it seem like she was gonna be a lock toward the end of the show because it seemed like everything went smooth for them. And well, he said or she said, "I'm in love with you," which is pretty deep, and he said, "I love hearing that." I know, yeah. and it's always yeah, he like... He did say, I'm falling in love did, with you, though. He did tell At least he her said that, that he was falling in love with I mean, her. And, he, and he had the, the note of 20 things I love about, about you. About you, yeah, which so, is kind like of... He's, he's used the word. Right. Um, For whatever that's And 20 worth. things. I mean, that's kind of a, a lot. lot of things. That's a lot of qualities. Yeah. So right. good for her. But it Are also shows that he like, actually knows who Hannah Ann is a little bit to have 20 things Right, and write. there were a lot of random things on that list, too, that like you, we wouldn't know from the show. Like she does, names her dresses or something right, like that? Right, yeah. which yeah. does prove that you know they know each other better than what we yeah, see. Yeah, we don't see everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mary Kay, I think you were kind of like one of these people, at least early in the show. I saw a tweet that was like, Hannah Ann's done nothing wrong, but I still don't like her. Like, are yeah. you like are you still on that? Um, I kind of like her now, but really... The person I came around on today or last night was Kelsey. I felt really bad for her, and I loved her family, and I really liked her in this episode. Hannah Ann, like you said, yeah, she didn't do anything wrong, but she's not my favorite. Like, I she's did th- fine. I did think with Kelsey, if 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 we're transitioning over there, and I don't know if we are, but I think we, we are. Okay. That was but a good if, transition. So you I, ruined I, it by mentioning oh, the transition. Sorry, but with, <laughs> with with Kelsey, I thought it was interesting. Just is like simply just an aside that. Tammy's whole thing with Kelsey was that she was an alcoholic, and then on the the hometown <laughs> date they went to a wine. I respect. Uh, I respected that. I would like to do that. That kind of oh, that's the kind of date it's that gross. I would have wanted. Yeah, very no, gross. It was, like it, it, it was interesting. Like the feet shots were. That was weird, and yeah, the fact like, that they had like a the camera ASMR there? sounds of the grapes <laughs> crunching under their feet was just totally unnecessary. But and also, it was like obviously they was, like, weren't a drinking into... the wine that they were stomping. I hope not. I don't think so. No chance. Those no grapes chance. looked like very like they didn't look like wine grapes. They looked they like, looked like they looked like Kroger normal. grapes. Right. Kroger grapes. <laughs> yeah, 
like the worst possible well, grapes. Well, how how would you define a Kroger grape? Like, uh, like Just not regular not high seedless. class. Like if I if I went to uh, what's the winery called Oliver Winery mm-hmm. and like I saw Kroger grape. <laughs> I'd be like, come on now, you can do better than this. Like those are definitely Kroger grapes, like well, I mean, or like Jewel Osco Indi- or I mean, Publix, you, whatever you call it. You know, Southern Indiana is known for its you know fertile uh, wine growing lands. So hey. you, I, 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 I would I not Oliver. knock Oliver Winery for a second. It's but Oliver has like, some awesome wines. They do. They have a really good and one. Like blueberry, you can, you, blueberry Moscato. Blueberry Moscato. You can tell they don't use. <laughs> grapes. I, I, I am, it's I really not, good. I, I am not aware of what alcohol is. I am twenty <laughs> years old. That's good. But I mean, to for just for one last thing on the wine thing, uh, there's an example on that date that totally like lacks, like that shows the lack of creativity Peter has because they had to name the wine. He just goes like. Let's the just wine. name it wine. It was you like know? the wine, wine. <laughs> it's, it's, let's just name it, it the wine. It I'm just said like Peter and Kelsey's oh wine on the, on the label. It yeah, he, so said, so he said if I if too. I walked into a store and I saw this wine here that said Peter and Kelsey, I would grab it. Like yeah, if I walked in and said Stefan and Dylan, I'd grab it too. <laughs> I'd be like, what what is this? <laughs> like he's just he's so he's the most like vanilla person I've ever met in my life. I'm so over it. I'm so over. He it. never has anything good to say <laughs> at all. But I really did love Kelsey's family. I thought. Her mom, first of all, she's beautiful. She has a beautiful mom. But her mom was also really, really sweet and really cared about Kelsey, you could tell, but was also really nice to Peter. I think she was probably the nicest to Peter out of any of the parents, moms or dads. Um, And, you know, she was honest about the fact that she had been through a divorce and she doesn't want her daughter to be hurt. And I just kind of fell in love with Kelsey in this episode because I really liked her family. I liked her two sisters. I thought the whole dynamic was really, really nice. And you could tell they all really loved each other. And they seemed the closest. Well, Hannah Ann and her sister, too. But as a whole family, they seemed close. And then Peter just had to go and... Go and mess it yeah, all up. Yeah, Kelsey's slowly, like, ever since Champagne Gate and then the, the tiny incident with kind of Tammy, ever yeah. since then, she's really, like, become kind of sort of like a, a fan favorite or at least a respectable, you know, person yeah. on the show. And, she you know, I... around. After their first one-on-one, I, like, predicted her to win because I thought they were, they were you know, had a good match and they were looking good together. And I thought the date uh, on their hometown went well and the family seemed to like Peter. Um, so, yeah, I... I was shocked at the outcome, sort of, because I, I thought Kelsey was a kind of a sure favorite to, to move on. And especially because, like, and not to they say Hannah Ann wasn't. so well. But, like, Hannah Ann, like, she doesn't scream winner to me. Like, when I see, like, I don't, I just can't see her, like, coming out on top as the winner. I will be changing my pick for the first time all season. That don't, was so Please scary. don't ever whisper it to the mic again. <laughs> that was so scary. I thought, sorry. I think. The reason I kind of started catching on to Kelsey at the end, and I defended her a lot last week, and I mean, this week, I don't need to defend her as much as I need to just tear down Victoria, but right. Victoria Ave. But I think, like, there was just a point where Kelsey really, like, flipped the switch, and I think we realized that, like, she's, I think she's definitely the oldest of the four that were rating. She was one of the older ones on the episode. Yeah, I think she's, she's 28. Yeah, she's, like, she's, like, the same age, same yeah, age as Peter. Peter. But you can tell, like, she, like, got really serious at one point and I think she like realized like I'm trying to get engaged like like she was not, ready yeah and like with with respect to like Madison and Hannah Ann like you know I've defended McKenna before on this like if you're on the show like you're you should be there for the right reason especially if you're like this deep in the show but like if they were to lose quote-unquote lose um they would be fine they would have like 
time to find other people. Not to say like Kelsey's life is over and like she's 28, she'll never find love. But like, I think she reached a point where she realized like this is like really serious and like now's the time. This could be my real shot. Yeah, and I feel really bad that she lost out to Victoria F of all people. Mm -hmm. Sorry, someone just carried like carrying crates of cats into the media school. I just got very cats. Yeah, there was like like animal crates. Oh my gosh! I don't know what. Sorry, I just got very dis- distracted. I love cats. By this. I hate cats. All right, live update from the media school. Sorry, uh, back to the podcast. <laughs> hey, breaking news! You gotta wait, you gotta stay alive. News happens all the time. Actually, we, are, we are journalists. <laughs> I'm not gonna mention cats, but because I could talk about that all day. That's a whole <laughs> other podcast. But I will say that my cat watches The Bachelor with us. Crashes every episode, except when I'm there because I'm allergic to your cat. To love my cat. The cat always comes up to me and wants me to if pet it. If, I'm like, I if, I, if I was not allergic to cats, I would love your cat. However, well, that's why I am he was allergic able to, to come cats. down yesterday because you weren't there. Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, you're I mean, busy. Right. Continue yeah, the show. I had other plans. Wait, what was your bachelor experience like watching it last night? It was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. Hometown's Did you have any best. candles on? Can we please continue the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, folks. I just want to know the set in I the just, room. I really it. want to continue the podcast. <laughs> so if we are continuing the podcast. All right. Kelsey, rest in peace. I, I'll miss her, Rest in her, peace honestly. from the show. She's still alive. I would love. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd love for her to be on Paradise, maybe. I don't think she'd be a great bachelorette, but I no, think she'd be I fun on Paradise. See it. I and can, I can I don't... see her like actually finding love on paradise. I th- I think she's a lock for, for paradise because mm-hmm. you got to get one blonde girl on paradise. What about listen right. to your heart? Kind of the rules. Listen, listen to your I heart. I don't think she's a well, singer. Okay. So, but okay. I was intrigued by those oh, pre- yeah, that I intrigued. saw that. It's what sort of was like, that? Remember remember the uh, the I think it was called the proposal that they tried to do during mm-hmm. Hannah B season where mm-hmm. like people would be behind like a screen and like you'd know certain things about them and then they just like pick out and propose. Remember that? It lasted no, like if only yeah, a few that weeks. Was wild. That was weird. I'm you here know, for it. I was, watching, I was watching a preview oh, and I was like, this is so techy. And then the preview finished and I was like, I know I'm going to watch this. Like, I'm going to be t- locked in every week listening to you this. You know who would, be, who would be great on that? Jeb. Jed. Yeah. Jed. Jeb, whatever his name Jed. is. He sucks. Jed. He. he. I said he. You said she. Okay. No, he said well, he. he. Uh, well, whatever. He he sucks regardless. Went, so his I I listened to his dog jingle when I saw the tweet about that come out, and I just remember just to remind myself how seems, terrible it was. Yes, it seems fitting that he would come back on there. Ah, oh, damn. Well, Judd. but yeah, tough break for Kelsey. Kelsey's family was cool. I thought mm-hmm. you know her mom was cool. I thought her step stepdad. I'm yeah, it was her stepfather. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just like kind of like dragged into that. I don't know how like how he much was. he was, yeah. but I will admit his conversation he with was her was nice, very though. wholesome. It was he like was a very really good nice. conversation. Like he did, he did I a really good part family. of playing the father figure in that yeah. situation. I was probably uncomfortable for him. Right. All right. Well, then Madison's hometown date. She pulled out all the of the stuff. Dude, it was literally a, it was an NBA All Star. That game. was my favorite hometown date by far. Well, because we all could kind of. It was the sports bachelor it. crossover. Right. I mean, Charles Barkley on I the, the and Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl with the quote of the season is: "You got two Final Fours for Madison. That you got was Auburn so basketball clever, going to the man. Final Four, and Madison made the I Final Four in the Bachelor. That was what so a clever. king! I love you, Bruce Pearl. That was awesome. He really, he really like shown in yesterday's episode. Yeah, his personality. Bruce Pearl? Have He's him a re- king. Can we have him? Re- okay, He's I love Bruce Harrison, but can Bruce recruiting? I don't know. I mean, I just loved him. Can Bruce Pearl replace Chris Harrison? Can Bruce Pearl no, come Chris on the Harrison's podcast? Chris awesome. But I will say that- We'll have to, we'll Hannah, have to call the Auburn SID to a podcast with Bruce Pearl. <laughs> we, 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 we could do that. We actually know how to do this. We might be able to get this and happen. But <laughs> Han, or Madison uh, kept saying like, 
yeah, my dad like coaches Auburn basketball. And I'm just like, wait a second, Madison. If he if he is a part of the staff, mm-hmm. you better like say he's an assistant coach. He kept saying he coaches it. I'm like, mm, right. he does not coach Auburn basketball. That's so, wait, Pearl. so he's a, he's an assistant. He's a, now? Yeah, he's an I assistant. I know he was the director of operations at one point. Or maybe so so. Or he called. I guess Bruce Pearl called him like his right hand man. So yeah, and I liked Bruce Pearl had a great speech about the reasons why he hired Madison's dad and all of that, and he kind of played the fatherly figure to Madison too, and Charles Barkley did, and her real dad did, and this girl's just got an army of of men protecting her, and if I were Peter, I'd be a little, I'd be a little scared. So I would like to just quickly on an aside note that the Auburn SID is Cody Voga. So Cody, if you're listening to this podcast, we would love to have your beloved Bruce Pearl on the podcast. We would treat we would treat him better than any of the Auburn media would. Thank you and goodbye. Yes, I would also like to add some more sports you showed stuff. This I, I saw that. This Someone is, tweeted that great, article. Yes. So first of all, I thought Peter's game was actually pretty decent. He I one, was surprised at how well he kind of handled himself. I thought he'd be a lot worse. He, he was terrible at the dribbling stuff. Madison was he made a, three, a star though. at the dot, like dribbling well, with two hands. Player. Yes, yeah. and he had a three, and then he hit one while she was like launching it. That was definitely an and one. You know, you already know what was going <laughs> right. through my mind. Is, is it a block or a charge? <laughs> it's definitely, definitely. It's just like a shooting foul. She's okay, like jumped yeah. in his arm as well. And he caught her too. He caught her and made the shot. That was impressive. But First time he's looked athletic. Madison, so I, I believe this was Madison's senior year. Um, her dad was a coach and they made it to the state championship game. Shout out to Alabama Class 3A Girls Championship where Glenwood <laughs> defeated Lee Scott. Lee Scott is Madison School, the team that lost. 15 to 2 in the state championship. Oh my God. God. They, I mean, can you Madison, imagine the ball? Madison, Madison's, Madison's game? team's strategy, which is coached by her father at the time, was it to hold held, the ball? Yeah, held the ball for seven and a half out of the eight minutes in the first quarter. That is why you need a shot clock. My that God. is why you need right. a shot clock. So, so I'm assuming this this would have been like I, I lost the year. I'm assuming like mid 2000s. So, so, or I guess she's our age. Well, so it would have so, been no, like it, it could have been re- that could have been recently. I mean, not to go on a complete rant here, but like at least uh, in Maryland. For, I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna go on a quick sports tangent here. Yeah, here we go. But at I'm least, here for it. Uh, at least like in Maryland. So I I was in my sophomore, my junior year. I was the manager of our high school basketball team. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and in my sophomore <laughs> year, in, in in my sophomore year, we we were late in the season. We were up by, I mean, up by like 15 or 20. And we just held the ball for the final five minutes of the first half and then ended up taking a terrible shot. And the other team had like two seconds to go down and score and they hit a half court shot. So it kind of backfired. But that was, the, I mean, it was at that game that basically like the state officials saw we kind of needed a shot clock. Mm-hmm. And we got a shot clock the next year. So sometimes you, that game Well, like it doesn't work. happen in, the, in Indiana. There's still, still no, no shot, shot clock. And it's, it's frustrating because no one so wants to bad. watch that. And also my... If if Madison's team made it to the state championship, why did they feel the need to like per, like hold the ball like that when they like were they that was like their part of the state or whatever region was that bad that like the team they're going to go up against was so much better that they had to hold the ball I mean, and the only other score team, two points. Yeah, the other team only scored fifty I mean, points. Sheesh. Madison's huddle tape was pretty impressive. Did you guys watch that? She was she was guys. balling. She, had, she was she impressive. She had, when, she had in a last great episode. She had she a great like that she had going. Hezzy cross skip through the lane lay like it was very impressive. I. If I'm Bruce Pearl, I'm bringing her back as an assistant. Peter or looked lost on defense. He could. He didn't know what he's <laughs> doing. I mean, this is honestly great PR for Auburn. for Auburn, dude. All it's the season, boost they to go, yes. It's the yeah. boost they needed to get to go back to the Final Four. If I mean, if you're not year. like, if you're a neutral college basketball fan, like, or let's say like you're a fan and your team's bad or something like that, like right. you're rooting for Auburn. Also, Auburn's right. team. Auburn's team this year is so fun. Yeah, they're so yeah, fun they're to watch. Bruce like, Pearl good. is doing. 
Bruce Pearl, from a PR perspective, is doing incredible this year. Like all around outstanding. H- however, Auburn does no scre- Auburn does scream to me one of like the top five seeds that's going to lose in the first round. That's that's okay. Really. You're not losing when you got Madison on your team. That's fair. She's part of the team, and they've they've like utilized Madison a lot. Like they do mm-hmm. this thing called outlive, but it's spelled like A U T live. Mm-hmm. So outlive is like Auburn, and it's like it's something to do with like you know raising awareness for cancer or something like that. And like Bruce Pearl and Madison are always in these videos together, like talking about it and like always posting on social media. So like even before hometowns, like Auburn has like used Madison mm-hmm. to perfection in like any of their marketing. It's incredible. Well, and they should because she really hasn't done anything. She's a wrong. queen. She's a she queen. She is. And so now after the date, she went or they was went fun to. though. Can we talk about like I mean I was I talk about Auburn basketball all day. We can have a we can have the uh, the yeah, double no, the, the double really foul fun. four thorns edition. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. The date was fun. I mean. They walked around campus. He was really awkward when he was say war. It was Eagle. like he had he's like he'd never been on a college campus. He's like, Whoa, what? I like, know. This is crazy. I'm too. like, Do we know what? where where Peter went to school? No, I guess no, you can look it up again school. if you want. Pilots are Pilot Pete's All right, school. hold on. Keep was it, talking. Was it, uh, no, I think it was Hannah Ann's dad. No, it was Victoria Evstead that was like, do we have to call him Pilot Pete? Like, I'm just going to call him Peter. I'm calling him Peter Weber. Apparently, Peter went to Baylor, but I'm going to fact check this. Oh. I mean, if he's a pilot, he definitely went to school somewhere. Yeah, he probably went, went somewhere decent. According I mean, to, to Wikipedia, he should know what a That would be a great Final Four matchup. According to Wikipedia, he went to Baylor, and uh, and his, his hometown is right near the ma- right near the mansion, but apparently he was born in Fairfax, Virginia. I just thought it was really funny how, I guess that's how he knows Melissa. Go DMV. We'll get that later, but. Anyways, I thought it was interesting when when uh, Madison was like, "Yeah, so I lived here, so every basketball game I would just walk to the stadium." And Peter's like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" And I'm just like, "That's what everybody else does." Like, <laughs> right? I live farther yeah, away. Yeah, it really did seem like he didn't go to college, and if he went to Baylor, he should understand what it was like to live at the dorms and just walk, and walk to, to a, a game, game or something like that. It was weird, but anyways, um, I guess if we're past the day and we get to the in the hometown thing, mm-hmm. her dad was kind of roasted Peter because he was like. Mm-hmm. You know, I need you to tell me, like, don't, like, if, is, what is she, like, where is she at? And, like, Peter was like, if it ended, if it ended this week, he's like, well, it doesn't end this week. And just shut him down. I was like, oh, right. yeah, go at him. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's another example of, like, what I was talking about with Hannah Ann's dad. Like, they wanted an answer from Peter. And, like, a lot of times Peter would be like, from what I can tell you. Because, like, even if Madison it was a lock and him, even but, if he, mm-hmm. like, he legally cannot say that. Like, there's no way in somewhere. I, mean, I don't think it's against the law. Well, Stephon. like, no, like in the contract, like, there's no way in the bachelor contract you can be Please like, episode, in episode two, you could tell us like what's gonna happen. Right. Like, I'm not talking about like legally, just like the police <laughs> come right now. I'm talking about like he ruins the show, and the ba- bachelor's right. like, we're gonna take you to court for this. Like, I don't know. There's there's not much you can say there. I kind of liked Madison's family. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. Her and her sisters I don't agree make with TikToks. like. Yes, her and her sisters, great sister. yeah. Great, great was... TikToks, not great sisters. Great sisters, great TikToks. Everything's great about the Pruitt family. Uh, Peter appears as I'm looking through. So, so Peter, it was a uh, a Zeta Tau Alpha member at Baylor, apparently. That's a sorority. Uh, well, he's wearing a Zeta Tau Alpha tank top. So oh, well, do with that what you. So will. he's got something he needs to tell us. Right. There's another. Yeah. There's another Marissa. That's where Marissa around. went. The, he also <laughs> appears to be a huge Seahawks fan, which is interesting. Seahawks Sorry, I'm just, just got great I'm, just, I'm just stalking him on Instagram to see if I can find any any pictures of him. I could totally game. see him being like a bandwagon. I'm like, sure just bandwagon and everyone. He probably one, liked the Seahawks when they won the Super Bowl. There's one picture of of him, Stefan, from a, oh, from he's a, at the UC Gross from June eighth, oh. 2013, in a Blackhawks game. Get him out of here. Of course he's a Blackhawks fan. A, no, well, in the playoffs, too. I don't know who they were playing, but they probably lost because he was there. 
No, wait, 2013, they won the Stanley Cup that year. They won the Stanley Cup that year. That was two goals in 17 seconds, game six against Boston. I went, my first Blackhawks game was in 2015, so. He has a great thing. He was. He there. has a grainy picture on December 9, two thousand twelve, where he where he took a picture of his, the Seahawks winning fifty nine to nothing, and he took a picture fifty eight to nothing. Fifty eight to nothing. What did I say? Fifty nine. Oh, uh, whatever. Well, whatever that numbers. <laughs> One he, by a lot. He took a picture of his like a grainy picture like of his TV in his house. Uh, and now the, wait, you're that far down on his Instagram? He's literally at the bottom. Picture. What year? What year did the Seahawks win the Super Bowl? Does anybody remember? He only has one hundred eighty nine posts. So I can scroll through it pretty quickly yeah, like, on my computer. Like, Thirteen. <laughs> If he was a fan, if he was like a fan of the Blackhawks in 2013 and a fan of the Seahawks in like 2013, that's so bandwagon. Just picking the winners, right. I he's, bet. Please, he's he's maybe he was a Nationals fan this year. Oh God, I hope not. He doesn't deserve. <laughs> that. Well, if he's a bandwagon, come root for the Blackhawks. We need he, some help. He doesn't. De- he doesn't deserve anything good in his life. Wow, oh. that was kind of harsh. Yeah, I know. But I will say, circling back, there is no Baylor to the hometown date. Madison's dad did not seem to be a fan of Peter at all. I think that if. Madison's family is is truly that religious, which it's, they seem to be, especially they didn't even, you know, drink wine at dinner. They drank sweet tea. Sweet tea. You know, the whole thing was, was centered around religion. Everybody knows Peter's story from Hannah B's season. Everybody knows what he's famous for, right? I don't Windmills. need to say it. Yes. I don't need to spell it out. So... And Madison still hasn't brought it up to him yet. Madison's Not, dad can't be too to, pleased but... to know that She's going into fantasy suites this week. There's no way that he's happy. So I, I mean, he was tough on Peter, but I think that he was, I think he was being nice to Peter compared to what he probably wanted to to say to him. Definitely, yeah. And and Madison still isn't brought up that she wants to save herself for marriage. I mean, her mom mm-hmm. talked to her about that, and she's like, I haven't brought it up yet. And it seemed like she was going to bring it up when they're outside the house right before yep, their hometown so date was over. And Peter's and Peter, this is this is the first girl. Peter has said he's fallen in love with Madison, and Madison has not said it back yet. Good. Even though she said she wants to, she still thinks she needs to bring up you she, know that topic with him, and she, she hasn't see, done it yet. Which right. I don't know why she's. I mean, I think she just needs to say it. Which I mean, probably gonna start off the next episode. Obviously, right. she seems a lot like Callie in a lot of ways. Who? Callie from Colton season. Cassie. Cassie. Oh, Cassie. Cassie. Mm-hmm. Cassie. Um, Cassie from Colton's season in a lot of ways. She's just like, and I'm like, maybe we see a different side of her next week, like when the conversation comes up. But she just seems like she's handling this so much better than Luke P would have handled it or did handle it, I guess. Like, she's just, I so, don't know. Based on the previews, I don't know. I mean, seems that's why like, I said, I guess we'll see. But up until this point, I up until like in Hannah BC's, I already hated Luke P by this point. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's true. And that was just another thing on top of everything that we had to hate about him. Um, on on more Peter stalking while you guys have been talking, um, there's a picture of him. He went to the Super Bowl this year between the Chiefs and and, uh, and the Forty ers wearing a Seahawks jersey. I mean, I respect that at this point. I guess but at least he's not. I, like, I understand to be angry. That's the division yeah. rival. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's cheering on the Chiefs. Congrats on that. Um, I wrote in my notes from last night. I take little notes, you know, just in case I forget. Peter to Madison. Quote: I love Madison. End quote. On on one of the interviews, yeah, that they had. yeah. So that's I think the biggest, that's the biggest like thing we've heard all season. Uh-huh. If he said in an interview, "I love Madison," not falling in love, but in love. I love Madison, yeah. just period, point blank. That's pretty. That's a pretty big statement. So we'll see what happens there next week. I think she's going to now become one of the main storylines. Um, but the main storyline tonight was Victoria F. Now. 
There's just a lot to say. I they might let you guys date. just take Everything it away. Everything was actually. good. They had a Hunter Hayes. Had a nice date. Another she first date country Hayes. singer that I've actually known on The Bachelor. I'm disappointed so that, that she didn't know Chase Rice. That kind of makes me sad, but whatever. Nope. But I did know Hunter Hayes, and I knew the song he sang, and the lyrics were very fitting. I don't want easy. I want crazy. Peter always wants crazy. Because he loves drama. He was also singing, and Victoria said, "You sure?" And that literally at that way, I would have been like, "No, I'm leaving." No, actually, <laughs> yeah. changed my mind. So they have this good date or whatnot, and mm-hmm. and right when they depart and get ready for to meet up at Victoria F's house, this girl named Melissa walks Marissa. up. Oh, Marissa. Oh, Marissa. Marissa. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. Marissa walks up. Her face is blurred, so we don't know what she looks like. They gave out her name, bro. It, we know yeah, the name. So I'm sure Imagination will find out who she is. Yep. Um, but yeah, she basically down, says probably. like. They knew they knew each other, you know. They knew each other for a while. They dated. They dated for yeah. a little bit, and she basically just warned Peter about Victoria F. And that sends things into a tailspin because before Peter and Victoria F. walk into the house, they sit down on the steps, and Peter brings it up, and Victoria F. Never did. Or, well, I guess I should say Marissa said that you know Victoria F. has ruined relationships in the past, um, and I think there have been rumors that she's you know. You know, slept with a, a husband who was married and that ruined that marriage or whatever, something like that. But yeah, I mean, he brought it up to Victoria F. and she didn't really deny it, but she was just got like super frazzled and they got into a, an argument. And Victoria F. wanted to just be done. And Peter's like, Why do you want to be done? Like, you're just going to give up. I like you a lot, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, Peter leaves. They never, they never meet Victoria F.'s family. I mean, we see them like in the house on camera, but there's never that interaction. And, Super weird. I'm sure the, the cameraman and producer. I wonder has a if nice they. I wonder loaf. if they could. I wonder if they could hear them like talking outside the they front door, and then they never come in. And My it's family just like, would what? be like staring out the window, like, "What are yeah. you guys waiting for?" That was the only. Like, My mom would have come out and like tried to mediate. I think she would have been like, "Come like, in here, it's too cold." Like they were on the front. I just think it's a weird place to have that conversation on the front steps of her house. Like, like not like he, Victoria came out to the street where he was in the car. And Peter walked her to the, her front steps mm-hmm. before sitting down and having that conversation, which I just thought was a weird way of handling that. Well, she was very defensive. So which kind of she makes could have seem- handled it so much better. The way she was defensive kind of seemed to validate the uh, the accusations. Exactly. That were made. Right. Exactly. She could have just said, "I don't know what that person was talking about. I've never ruined a relationship. I've never stood in the way of a relationship. Somebody must have a misconception of." The way things went down, but you can ask me anything and I'll tell you and be honest. But instead, she was she never even once said, I never broke up a relationship. All she said was, I can't catch a break. Oh, my. I can't believe this is happening. She never once like said that that didn't happen. Or so, if it did happen, just say it was a long time ago, blah, blah, blah. I mean, right. at least just give an answer and you be got, honest. You the, know. The, the answer of, oh, you're really going to listen to her over me is so like. That's such like a cop out of like making Peter like feel bad about it. Like, right. first of all, this is like someone from her hometown who at least seems to know her decent well, or her, probably like has like like she mentioned she had like a mutual friend that like Victoria F just like cut things off with, mm-hmm. and like from the start of her conversation with Peter, like it seemed like her and Peter like aren't on like terrible terms. Like oh, if no, she if she like felt they were, like they were just like an it was, break. Yeah, it seems like it was probably something, something like a while ago. That's just like whatever now. Like. She was probably like trying to look out for Peter to an extent, and and I'm not saying whatever Marissa said was, you know, spot on, but you can't just go in there and be like, why are you gonna listen to her? Like, I don't know if if anybody came up to me and like just threw something out like that, I'm not just gonna ignore it. Like, I'm gonna be like, right. 
hey, why did this person say this? And if you're like, oh, that's Marissa. She's always had something against me. Like, don't listen to her. Right. Or like, like, just give, like, give like, me okay, a reason. Give me, Victoria F has given no reasons right. for him to pick her side over anyone's at this mm -hmm. point. All she does is start stuff. And whine. Whine so much, man. She's just, a whiner. I know Peter loves <clears throat> to reward drama. It's just so frustrating. That she just it's not even know. drama. It's just, like, annoying. She just, uh, I just don't know how he handles her. She's just well, it's so, also really she's exhausting. not fair because... How is he going to give her a rose when he didn't even have a proper – he didn't even meet her family? Yeah. So maybe if he had met her family, it would have been a total disaster. I think he And just he would have said, oh, this is definitely not for me. I don't – you know, and her family seemed nice. I'm not saying that it would have been a disaster, but you know what I mean? Like, I really think he just wants her for fantasy suites, and that's really it. That's – I guess. Well, and then after the date, the next morning, I guess is what it was, she came to his hotel right. and like – said I'm sorry about what happened last night and they sit on the couch and she just hands them a, a uh, like a Polaroid picture of whatever they did the, in the date. Yeah, the old timey photo. And there was still Weird. no resolution. Like there has never been with Victoria. There's never been a resolution to one of their problems and then never she just once, And right. then she just leaves and then here we are, we get to the rose ceremony. And he picks, an Anna, airplane and he picks hanger, Madison. Like, that's like, how many times have they been in one of those? A lot. So this many. Season. I'm so over Yeah, then we get to the rose ceremony, he picks Anna and picks Madison, is down to Kelsey and Victoria F. And you just, you just like, no, you're like, well, he should pick Kelsey, but we all know he's not. And he right. didn't. And he picks Victoria F, which was just mind boggling. Like, I don't know if it's just based off like what you've experienced so far. Why do you, why are you choosing the person that you continuously get into problems with? You fight with them. You never really have too many good moments because you're always arguing and she's always crying and right. you just never I find any resolutions. That, that makes him in some twisted way feel like she really cares about him. It's possible. I you you, know, got, you were talking about this on the last episode, Mary Kate. It was just like he wanted Hannah Ann to like cry. Like, why are right, you so happy and cry? I mean. So maybe it's like he views that as like, oh, she's opening up. Look, she's so comfortable with me. He didn't mention something about her and opening just, up to him man, or something like that. He's just the worst judge of everything. Right. Yeah, Except the only, Madison, the, and I think he's going to mess that up. So Yeah, he's I think not, the only thing the only thing I can respect about that decision is that at least, at least he's not like dragging on Kelsey anymore. Like, if you're going to drag yeah. someone on and lie to them, like, let it be Victoria F at this point. But, like, right. I just don't – I don't I don't understand. Well, I don't actually, understand. Kelsey handled the limo ride so out well. very well, too. So well. I was – I mean, for all so the well, crying she's done For someone who's emotionally season, unstable, she's handled that very well. Well, and for all the – she has done a lot of crying. And then she got in the limo and it was dry eyes pretty Which much. Which was weird. I think she knew it was coming. At this point, if you're so standing too. there and he's picking Victoria F over you, I'm not crying over you. Screw you. Right. Idiot. Agreed. Agreed. Like get get out of my face! Like shout out, shout out to her for like wanting to like talk to him. Like sit on the bench outside the hangar and talk. To him. Bro, I would have smacked him and walked out of there. I was like, Same. go have but fun, go have fun with Victoria Efner, meatloaf eating racist family. She probably wow. doesn't even know that. And that's Victoria that. Victoria didn't <laughs> have <that>. a hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, mic drop. Yeah, so, as so, I, as so I said before, I'm fed up. I'm fed up. <laughs> so. They can't talk to each other. Like I'm sure that they have some sort of constant information for each other. The girls do, but yeah, they, but I, they doubt, can't. I doubt. I doubt Kelsey really to. knew how poorly Victoria F's hometown date went. I think when she watches it back, she's going to be if Victoria confused. If, if that was the first time Kelsey watched that and she saw how Victoria F's date, how would it text it be? You're actually the worst person alive. I right? highly doubt that was the first time she saw it. It just doesn't. I mean, I'm. I don't know. I just don't think so. Well, but she probably yeah, live tweeted. I don't know. I follow, I follow McKenna's McKenna's live tweets. Find Kelsey on Twitter. Is McKenna still live tweeting this stuff? Yeah, McKenna's into it, bro. She's funny. Oh, wow. She's actually really funny. Oh. 
Madison, Madison is doing a lot of Madison and Tyler C are doing a lot of tweeting back and forth at each other. And I know. Can you imagine if those two got together? It's too powerful. Oh, it we really, can't afford that. We can't. Like, could the possibility be of her coming on The Bachelorette and him being the contestant? Like, I guess it, it could be possible. No, but maybe. I'm They'll here both for go it. on Bachelor in Paradise. If they're both in Oh, my God, dude. Oh, yeah. That would be great. <laughs> that would be good stuff. Steph is so excited. All right, guys. But, yeah, I, I think- guess well, what we'll say real quick is yeah. that the episode ended with Madison still kind of conflicted. Like, well, I need to tell him I still want to save myself for marriage. And... As, you know, right, they're all going to Fantasy Suites, Madison says, like, Peter, wait, can I talk to you for a second? And then, boom, episode over. Mm-hmm. So I, ch- I checked my phone when uh, that happened, and it was, like, 9.59, and I was like, we're not going to get it. I was so mad. If it, it would have been, like, 9.50, I would have well, started shaking. Because it'd, right. it'd be way too much drama for one episode. You have, yeah. to, you have to start the next uh, one. Yeah. yeah. I have... I have something, a lot to say about that, but I feel like I should just wait till it happens next week. Yeah. So we yeah, can really we dive speculate it. a lot, but I guess we don't know, like, how that conversation is going to go. So I'm going to... So you'll have to tune in next week, folks, to get Dylan's takes oh, yeah. on. I'm ready. Whatever happens between Madison and Peter, but it's that time of the podcast where we list our favorite, the bachelor, wait, the winner, and bachelor. the next bachelorette. Sorry. Um, and we're kind of, we're down to limited numbers, so there's really only a few we can choose from. We're down to three, and there's three slots we usually choose. I mean, obviously, you I know. I think we should still count Victoria Kelsey. F will fall in the. Not the favorite category for sure. No, okay, yeah. I mean, my my favorite's Madison. Um, you know, my winner, dude. I could totally like. They, I feel like every time I watch the show, they always pick like the person you don't want to win. I could see Victoria F like maybe possibly winning, but like because of like all the rumors of this season and whatnot. I know last year or last week you guys talked about like the Julia, you know, thing. The producer. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that you know Peter. Dad or mom post an Instagram picture and they're at dinner and Julia's with Peter at the table. No. Yes. Way. Katie for, Katie didn't mention that last week, but that is literally like This is what happens when we don't bring Katie on the Yeah, phone. but I I think at the same time we need I Katie think, for the conspiracies. We I, miss so, you, Katie. But I think that would have been very obvious if something was up if the if they're if it's no, parents, parents what do they know? I feel like the producers <laughs> they know better. Old. Right. They <laughs> barely guess. know how to use it. But yeah, that was that was very interesting. Anyways, so okay. Favorite is Madison. Mm-hmm. My winner um, I'll just say Victoria F. Just cause, and then I'll say the next Bachelor, next Bachelorette. Um, I mean, hey, Kelsey could be a good one. Let's just roll with that. Roll with the punches. That could be fun. I don't like to like double my picks, so I don't like to say like Madison's my favorite. Madison's the next Bachelorette. Right. I like to like divvy them up. So all right, I like it. Yeah, Matthew. All right, I have a theory. Oh, all right, boy. here we go. For the first time, I'm not picking Hannah Ann as the winner of the show. All season on our podcast, I've picked her every week. This would be like the safest time to pick her, too. I know, but I feel <laughs> I don't think she's going to win. I really don't. Here's here's my theory. Next week, Madison runs off after all this. Ha- after all the drama happens, mm-hmm. and Peter is just like, I'm sure Madison will not be the first fantasy suite. He, he will be with one of Victoria or Hannah Ann first, and then. When Madison has the conversation about him about not about saving herself for marriage and saying that if he is slept with, with with any of the other women, mm-hmm. she might have to leave. So my theory is he, she will not be the first one, and he did sleep with one of the other two women, which I don't get because also Madison knows that he's already been with Hannah with 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 Hannah Brown. Right. So that seems weird to me, but that's that, Shh, next that's week. The, next week. That's the big flaw in that theory. But then I think I think Madison's going to leave. And then you have the clip and all the previews of Peter's mom saying, you know, you know, 
bring her, her home. We've been Don't speculating about this right. cliff all so, so, season long. So, I can't wait to so, like I'm straight out of a movie, man. So, so what I think is going to happen is I think Madison's going to leave, and then Peter's going to realize after she leaves that he totally blew it, mm-hmm. and he's going to dump Hannah Ann and dump Victoria, and then go after uh, Madison very similar in a very similar way to what Colton did to end his season. Yeah, I think it's going to have a lo- I think it's going to have a lot of similarities to that. So I think that's why Madison is the the <clears throat> quote unquote winner. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she's the the. I don't know if she's gonna win. I think it's gonna be a weird way of ending the show. But I think I think she will be either the one that Peter ends up with or the one that Peter tries to go after and doesn't end up succeeding when he goes after her. Yeah. But, but Madison will be the final woman in whatever respect it ends up being. In my prediction, uh, with that, I then would put Hannah Ann as the Bachelorette because I think she has enough screen time at this point and. People will. I think she'll be the the in the final two, and people will be surprised when she doesn't get it because Madison, whatever happens with Madison, but I, I think she'll be the Bachelorette, and then my favorite is probably Bruce Pearl. <laughs> that was a good choice. I like that. That's good okay, Stefan. Uh, my favorite is Madison. Um, I think the next Bachelorette. I've been saying this the past couple weeks. I'll stay with it. I think it's going to be Victoria P. And um, I think my theory is that. He's going to propose to Madison and she's going to turn him down and nobody wins. And then the whole theory about the producer comes out. So all of on and Katie's spirit of the producer conspiracy theory. But I don't think I think he picks. So I guess I guess you could say Madison wins from the perspective of he picks her. She's the last but, one standing. Yeah. But she says no. OK. Um, I am going to agree with that. You and Matt that. She's the last one, but I think that he's going to end up alone. Um, My favorite was Kelsey and Kelsey's mom. And future Bachelorette, uh, I definitely don't think it's going to be Madison. I don't think Hannah Ann has enough personality. Kelsey, I think, cries too much. So I don't really know. I think maybe Victoria Bruce P Pearl or sort Bachelor of a Ed. sort of a, a wild card pick, or I could see them doing something that they don't usually do, and it's no one from that. It's no one from the season, season. Mm-hmm. yeah. And maybe it's some kind of a lot of the women this season, you know, not that list celebrity or keep an eye on McKenna for from Dancing a with couple the Stars. seasons ago. It could be even you know um, Hannah Brown again. No, no but please. I could see God, it being no, like. Tasha or or somebody like yeah. that, you know, because I Natasha. just don't know if there was any no one that was that, this that interesting was really worth. What if they brought back Alea? Why not? Why the hell not? That'd be that'd be for drama, Bachelorette drama, though. More drama. I don't know if I'd want to watch her. I would. I just Give me a whole season of that. That's so much. I, I, that's actually so if, much drama. If, if, if they bring, but not with the men. For, it's for, all. It's totally different because with when it's the when the woman's the Bachelorette and the men are competing. You're looking for different qualities than are interesting when all the women are competing for a man. I could go on you a know? psych rant about this. I just took an exam about this. Well, I just feel like you need people to kind of stir the pot and like you need the dramatic girls and stuff like that for when they're contestants. But when it's The Bachelorette, I don't feel like that's really a good trait. So we'll see. I don't know. I can't really say. But I'm excited for next week. And... The episode's hopefully going to kick off with 
Madison and Peter having the talk. We're going to go to Australia with them and actually stream our podcast from Australia next yeah, week. Yeah, live from the Gold Coast next week. <laughs> right. It's oh, the fourth one podcast. Only, it's only been, what, three months after they finished filming down there? So we'll be there in time. We'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there. All right. Well, this has been fun. Next Monday, we will be back. Well, I Fantasy guess next Tuesday. Tuesday we'll be back. And it is Fantasy Suite Week, and I'm sure there will be no shortage of drama. So... For Steph, Matt, and Dylan, I'm Mary-Kate, and we'll talk to you guys next week.